Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Last week was a big anniversary for me. It marked my third year being completely scale-free. I will never forget the last morning I weighed myself. But before we get there, I want to give you a little backstory. So at the gym, we have what I affectionately call my fancy-ass scale. It's also a very expensive scale. It is both fancy and expensive because it measures all of the things. Of course, it tells you your weight, but it also tells you exactly how much of that weight is fat, how much is water, and how much is muscle. So I am very anti-scale at this point in my life, but... I am and always will be thankful for that fancy-ass scale that sits in my office to this day because it allowed me to see the detail in the number that I had become so obsessed with. And more importantly, it showed me that the number reflected on my little $30 Target bathroom scale was total bullshit, which also means the number reflected on your bathroom scale is bullshit, even if that scale claims that it tells you your body fat or other fancy-ass things, I assure you. It is not accurate, but I digress. I needed the information from the InBody, that's the name of the fanciest scale, to help me break my scale addiction. It played a vital role in breaking that because it helped me realize that what I saw on the bathroom scale had absolutely no meaning. And worse than that, it helped me realize that I was rewarding myself and a lot of other women were doing the same thing that I worked with at the gym. The bathroom scale was rewarding us for behaviors that went from downright stupid, just stupid things that we would do to manipulate that number, to allow it to become lower, to abusive. So stick with me. Before we purchased the InBody, I was a slave to the bathroom scale. I'm talking for like 20 years of my life. I weighed myself most every morning, sometimes multiple times a day. In my past, I have struggled with both binge eating and bulimia. I would do horrible things to my body in order to try to maintain or see a number on the scale. I would regularly take laxatives or take diuretics just to lower my weight. I went on juice cleanses. I ate under 1,500 calories a day, under 1,200 calories a day, at times even under 800 calories a day, all trying to lower that weight. I have vivid memories of weighing myself, throwing up my food, and then weighing myself again to see if I did a good enough job, which I hate admitting. I, I, it pains me to admit that. And I am so grateful that I'm no longer in that dark place. And I'm thankful that by the time we got the in-body, I was years removed from those behaviors. But in a lot of ways, not much had changed. Because, yeah, I was no longer throwing up my food, but I was still very much a slave to the number I saw on the scale, which meant even though I no longer quote-unquote, had an active eating disorder, I was still regularly doing some fucked-up shit to my body. I would regularly limit my food intake, cutting or monitoring my calories, not eating enough carbohydrates, only having certain things on cheat days, which is just such a garbage idea, the idea that you're cheating on yourself by eating something that tastes good. Oh, that's a whole other topic. Believe me, we will get there. I did tons of cardio because cardio seemed to reward me on the scale. And if I lifted weights, that seemed to make the scale go up. I would eat clean, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means, because that's not even a thing. Again, another topic. We will get there. Basically, I was doing shit that every other woman I've ever worked with 
probably even you yourself, do on a regular basis. Because as a society, we have made a lot of harmful, abusive behaviors completely normal. It's not okay. So basically for years, I thought that the scale was the way of telling myself that I was doing good. And if there was a number I liked, then that meant I was I was having a good day. But if the scale went up, then it meant I was doing bad. I needed to reel it in, do some more cardio or eat less. And the wild thing about it all is I knew logically those numbers meant nothing, right? I'm well-versed enough in the human body to know that going up a few pounds means jack shit. It probably means you have to go take a shit, <laughs> you know? But I, you guys, this is what I do for a living. Like I knew logically that we are dynamic creatures, that we are human bodies and that our scale is meant to go up and down throughout the day. I know that fluctuating, you know, even as high as seven pounds during the course of 24 hours is completely normal and it is never back gain. I knew that. Yet I was still basing my worth on those numbers. It made zero sense. So if you see the scale go up, it could mean, like I said, it could mean you have to go to the bathroom. It could mean that your period is coming, so you're holding on to more water. It could mean that you had a challenging workout because guess what happens when you strength train? Your muscles, they get ripped apart. And to repair themselves, they fill themselves up with water, which means you're going to see the scale go up. Is that a bad thing? No. It's actually a really, really good thing. But the scale will have us believing that lifting weights is bad because we don't see those immediate results that we you know, are so conditioned to see. <sighs> Again, I'm getting off topic, but it, it is so incredibly frustrating. And all that to say that the scale going up almost always means you are just holding on to a little bit of inflammation. It rarely means that you've gained fat because gaining pounds of fat in the course of a night, it's almost impossible for that to happen. And the scale can go down for a lot of reasons as well. Maybe you just didn't eat a lot yesterday, so there's not a lot of fecal matter in your intestines. It can be that simple. Maybe you removed all carbs from your diet because you listened to some asshole on the internet who told you eating carbs was bad, and so you took them all out and you're going keto like everybody else is doing. And so, yeah, bam, the scale goes down. Does that mean that you lost fat? No. (laughs) It does not. It means you're dehydrated. Congratulations. You just sucked all the water out of your muscles. You are not losing fat. You are just making yourself really, really thirsty, which makes listening to your hunger cues incredibly hard to do. So yeah, 10 out of 10, don't suggest that. The scale will even reward you for being sick, like it is something you accomplished. How many times have you had the stomach flu and then felt proud of yourself when it was all said and done because you hopped on the scale and you realized you lost five pounds, like being sick was something you did, like it was a goal you accomplished, which that alone should show us that putting weight into our weight on the scale is really, really a, a, just a trash concept. But how many of us do it? How many of us are slaves to those numbers? So I can't tell you how many times I would have a woman come into my office after doing something like a beach body, like a 21-day, you know, those little color-coded diet thing that they do, or keto, because keto is like the main thing now. And they would come in and they would be so pumped. They want to get on the end body. They want to see their changes because they're down 10, 15 pounds, and they want to see, you know, what their new body fat percentage is. And every single time, that's not an exaggeration. Every single time they were defeated when they got off that in body. Because yes, they did lose a little bit of fat, but pound for pound along with that fat, they lost muscle mass. So their body fat percentage 
didn't change at all. Often it was worse because their muscle went down along with that body fat, which is messing up their metabolic rate, which makes maintaining that weight loss almost impossible. And it means when you gain weight back, muscle's hard to gain, you guys. Muscle is hard to put on your body. Fat, unfortunately, is not. And so you just, we end up setting ourselves in these circular cycles just to see a number go down when really what we're doing is we're harming ourselves and we're making it harder to actually achieve what it is that we set out to achieve in the first place. And I want to interject. That's not true for only Beachbody. I don't want people attacking me. I get enough hate about not being a big fan of their programs as it is. That is true for any diet that is just going to severely restrict your caloric intake. Basically, fill in the latest bullshit diet here. If you are severely under eating, if you are not taking in enough calories or if you are limiting certain macronutrients, i.e. carbs, you can basically kiss your muscle mass goodbye. So yeah, you will lose weight, but who gives a fuck? Because you really harmed your body and you made it really, really hard to maintain that weight loss. But more importantly, you made it harder to maintain your health. Which, long story short, that is why 95% of dieters gain all their weight back and then some. And so on the other side of that, I've seen a lot of people gain weight and it be a good thing. I've seen countless women come in upset because they've been coming to the gym. They've been coming for a month and they're not seeing any changes. And oh my goodness, gasp, the scale went up. What the fuck is going on? And then they get on that. And they get so proud because they see, yeah, the scale has gone up. They've, they've gained a couple pounds of muscle, which means their body fat is down. Their basal, their basal metabolic rate is up. Their health markers are improving. So gaining weight in those cases, that is a really, really good thing. So why did I get off the scale? Well, I got off for a lot of reasons. But the straw that broke the camel's back was three years ago, July 27th. Yes, I remember the date. I was due for my monthly check-in. I had stopped weighing myself, you know, on a daily basis. My bathroom scale was thrown out probably, I think, about a month or two after we got our in-body. I thankfully was aware enough and, and that helped me realize pretty quickly, like, yeah, the bathroom scale is really, it's just a piece of trash. <laughs> I have no business stepping on it. It is not helping me whatsoever. That thing needs to go. But I was still diligently checking in and monitoring my quote-unquote progress whatever the hell that is, I was still weighing myself on the in-body once a month. And I did that for about two years. And so I went to do my, you know, normal monthly check-in, whatever you want to call it. And I remember that morning, I felt incredible, right? You've all had those mornings. The mornings you wake up and you look in the mirror and you just feel good. Like I felt really, really good. I felt great in my body. I felt like I looked healthy. I felt like I looked fit. I felt like I looked muscular. Like I look just... in sexy, right? I loved everything I saw in the mirror. And it made me even more excited to get on the in-body, which is fucked up. I shouldn't have needed the in-body to tell me anything because I felt great. I felt healthy. I felt sexy. I felt all those incredible things. Why did I need something to tell me that I was what, that what I was feeling was valid? Yeah. Yeah. That's why the scale is problematic. So anyway, I get to the gym, I hop on the in-body, expecting to see some number that was just going to wow me because I had been doing so quote unquote, good, apparently, because I felt so good. And the number I saw was not the number I expected. It was five pounds heavier than what I expected to see. And so in that month, I had gained five pounds. And I instantly got off. I didn't do the full scan. I got off. I was like so pissed off and so frustrated. And I looked in the mirror and what I saw reflected back at me had completely changed. Now, mind you, 10 seconds before I stepped on that thing, 
I looked in the mirror and I was in love with what I saw. I felt so good in my body. I felt so proud of myself and so at home. And then after I got on that scale, that all was taken away from me because I saw a number I didn't like. And then I looked in the mirror and I saw something totally different. I saw somebody who looked dumpy, somebody who looked bloated, somebody who looked just not good, somebody who wasn't taking good enough care of herself, somebody who needed to do better. I saw a whole bunch of things. But I also, it was like a come to Jesus, hallelujah, the skies opened up morning moment in that morning. And I just realized, holy shit, all of those feelings I just had were completely wiped away because a number And that makes no fucking sense. I felt great. I felt like I looked amazing. And now I feel horrible. And I feel like I look like shit because I saw a number. And the only thing that happened in between those two moments was me seeing a number. Like, what is going on? Why am I putting so much weight into what I weigh? And that's why I got off the scale. And that's why I'll never go back because I never again want to question the way I feel in my body because an outside source, in this case it was a scale, told me something that I didn't feel. Because from that moment on, I knew that what I felt intuitively, that had to be enough. And that I couldn't keep seeking validation from things outside of myself because all I was doing by doing that, by seeking validation outside of myself, all I was doing was keeping myself stuck in my bullshit. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) That's a lot, right? I have a feeling this is a topic we're going to come back to over and over because there's so much here to explore and it would take me well over the time limit I try to keep for this podcast. But in short, that moment helped me realize the scale was not serving me at all. At all. And I believe very strongly the scale is not serving the vast majority of people, like 95% of them. And I work in an industry that is run by body-related goals, okay? So I realize how contradictory this can sound, but I will say, and I say it believing it with every fiber of my being, I say this with every piece of breath I have in my lungs, whatever body-related goal that you have, you can achieve without using the scale. Bigger than that, I will argue that not using the scale will allow you to help achieve those physical-related goals faster with the huge benefit of doing so while developing habits that actually help you, habits that serve you, habits that add in health to your life, not remove it. So we have already talked about all the fucked-up shit the scale will reward you for. Undereating, only doing cardio, not lifting heavy enough to build any muscle mass, restricting carbs, makes you think you lost fat while doing trash diets such as keto, but you didn't. You just wrung out your muscles like a sponge, draining them of all your water. It makes you think that basically starving yourself is a good thing because we ski that scale go down. And so what I am saying is getting off of the scale allows you to actually listen and honor your body. It teaches you to tune into the feedback that matters the most, the the biggest piece of feedback you will ever have, and that is how you feel, which 
You will never be able to tune in to how you feel if you are treating yourself based off of a number you see on a piece of plastic you bought at fucking Walmart, okay? A few years ago, my friend Jacob Henry said something that I wish I said first because it is good. He said, in relation to the scale, basically however you feel, you get to keep that. So I'm going to say that again. When you wake up in the morning, however you feel, you get to keep that. Meaning, why are you using the scale? Why are you outsourcing your authority? Think about that. What message are you sending your subconscious and your highest self when every single morning you confirm that your own feelings, your own intuition is not valid? You need another source to tell you that what you are experiencing about your physical body, if that is correct or not. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yes, I am going to go really, really deep with this because it matters. But here's the thing. If you want to ever learn to listen to, quote unquote, trust your gut, to listen to your intuition, but you can't listen to how you feel about your body without stepping on a fucking piece of plastic, you think that's going to happen? Hell no. Stop outsourcing Your authority. Why do you need a scale to validate your feelings about your body? Like, what the hell? Again, I might be a little off topic here, but why do you think so many of us spend our whole lives seeking external validation? Why do we wait for other people to compliment us? Why do we never feel good enough unless people tell us that we are doing an okay job? Why can we not do that ourselves? Well, I'll give you one reason, because we can't even validate ourselves around how we fucking feel in the morning. So we step on a scale and we let the scale validate ourselves. Like, validate yourself. Learn to validate yourself by throwing that piece of trash equipment out of your bathroom. Learn to validate yourself by being brave enough to ask yourself the very simple question every single morning when you wake up. Ask yourself, how do I feel? In however you feel, whatever answer your body responds with, be it wonderful or being horrible, keep it. Keep it. It is yours to keep. You do not need the scale to confirm it. Do you feel good? Do you feel sexy? Do you feel strong? Do you feel fit? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel like you have been caring for your being? That's amazing. Keep it. Why do you need a scale to confirm that for you? Or on the inverse, do you feel gross? Do you feel off? Do you feel like you've been treating your physical being like shit and the effects are starting to manifest in how you feel? Do you really need the scale to tell you that you do not feel good in your body? No. Fuck no. Like we all know when we have gained a couple pounds because we've been eating like shit, right? We do not need the scale to confirm that with us. When we step on the scale to confirm that, all we're doing is throwing ourselves a little pity party. Like get out your little miniature violin and just have the whole thing without the scale. You do not need the scale to tell you how you feel. Keep your authority. Throw that shit And here's where it becomes important, right? Because if I step on the scale, like I have done probably thousands, maybe millions of times in the past, and I saw a number I didn't like, where am I going to go to? I'm going to go back to those behaviors that I know made that number go down. But are those behaviors behaviors that help me actually live my best life? Are those behaviors behaviors that were in alignment with my highest self? Are those behaviors that help me thrive? Not eating enough, 
taking out carbohydrates, doing a cardio because it helped me lose weight and just sweating and sweating and sweating. Are those things in alignment with who I want to be? No. No. Fuck no. Fuck no. Absolutely not. And so that's why getting off the scale is so important because it allows you to check in with yourself. Go back to last week's episode. How do I feel? What do I need right now? Listen. Let your highest self tell you that. And here's the thing. You guys, I will bet my leg that nobody hears. Okay, I think right now what you should do is just never eat tacos again. Remove all the brownies from your kitchen. Throw everything that tastes good out. Definitely no cheese. Eat clean for a week straight. Only water. Do an hour spin class every single day. Nobody's hearing that (laughs) at all. Your highest self is going to tell you like, okay, yeah, you're right. You haven't been taking the best care of yourself. So what can we do better? I'm going to start with suggesting that we get enough sleep because sleep is the most important thing you can do for your health and, yeah, your weight loss too, if that's an important thing for you. So does that going to make the scale go down tomorrow if you sleep eight hours? No. But does it matter hugely? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You bet your sweet little ass it does. What else is it going to tell you? It's going to tell you, I could, okay, I could probably eat some vegetables, right? Which maybe even, oh my goodness, the vegetables are going to make the scale go up higher because it's even more fiber, which is going to take its way to, you know, it might take a couple days to work its way through our body if we've really been treating ourselves like shit, which, oh, that's going to be even more horrible. No. Again, why we cannot be on the scale? Because behaviors that add light, add health to your life, They don't always give you that immediate feedback from the scale, but that's a good thing because we've all known for our whole entire lives that slow and steady wins the race, right? Like, why are we chasing these immediate results? We know better. All of us know better, yet we are still just such a slave to that trash piece of equipment. All that to say, you do not need a scale to confirm what you intuitively know. Throw that thing out. Have the courage to be honest with yourself. Have the courage to explore yourself. Have the courage to ask if the behaviors you are participating in are helping you thrive, helping you live your best life, are in alignment with your highest self, or are those behaviors keeping you stuck? Are they harming you? Does the hour on the spin bike really make you feel good? Are you doing it out of love? Or are you doing it because you lust after the idea of yourself having a lower number? Are you eating in a way that makes you feel good? Or are you eating in a way that will control your weight? Because those are two completely different things. Do you eat in a way that makes you feel good, nourished, and cared for? Or does it make you feel like you need a piece of cake because you're starving after every single meal? right? Or on the opposite, are you not checking in with yourself at all? Are you eating in a way that makes you feel heavy? Yes, in body, but also in spirit because you're not honoring yourself by eating like trash for too long because that's going to neglect you too. Both ends of the spectrum can be true and you do not need the scale to tell you what one you're ending on, right? You can do that by checking in with yourself. All those years ago, I needed to check in with myself. Five years ago, I needed to check in with myself. 10 years ago, I needed to check in with myself. 15 years ago, when I was in the throes of just trash behavior, God, did I need to check in with myself. And I thank God every single day that three years ago, I finally gained the courage to do it. Now, I get asked a lot in my career, 
What is the most beneficial thing I have done to improve my relationship with myself? What is the thing that has helped me learn to love my body the most? And unequivocally, the answer is this. I got off the fucking scale. And I make a promise to myself every single day that I will never go back there. Ever. So I appreciate you listening. I praise in some ways that this helped you. It helped you. I hope it helped you understand that your worth is not attached to a number. It's not attached to a number now. It's not attached to a number yesterday. And it's never going to be attached to a number in the future. And you can have body-related goals. There is nothing wrong with wanting to change your physical being. Like, nothing at all. I am very much anti-diet. I am very much anti-scale. But I am not anti-you. I am not anti-wanting to feel amazing in your being. But you can do so without the trash information the scale is giving you. Bigger than that, you can do so easier, quicker, more beneficial, and a hell of a lot more healthier if you are doing it with the courage of just checking in with yourself, right? Like, And you will see those ripple effects go into every single area of your life. You will find yourself no longer needing validation from other people to tell you that you're doing a good job because every single morning, you're now in the habit of checking in with yourself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? How have I been treating myself? What do I need to do today? Listening and honoring to those things will change your life. So... I'm sure we will be back with this topic again very soon. As always, if you have any questions, anything you want to chat about, hit me up in my DMs. I am very easy to find, and I would love it and just greatly, greatly appreciate it if you would take 20 seconds to rate and review this podcast. I will see you back here next week. <music>